K-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes Got a little cracky there. Still got my morning voice. Puberty. Yeah, finally hitting puberty. Finally hitting puberty. Go. Yeah, man. Um, go get them, pal. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There's hair growing in weird places. I don't understand. Um, anyway, I hope you guys are having a, a terrific Tuesday morning. It's Tuesday, y'all. Time to wake your ass up. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm hoping you guys are having a good one. A productive day, getting your day started, getting that cup of joe in you, getting that uh, coffee for those who don't know what that means, that coffee in you, like I'm going to do right now. Mm. Tasty. Anyway, um, yeah, there's a lot of things going on today. Uh, we had, but before we go into that, I had a really good day, a really good night last night, uh, getting on the show and chopping it up with you guys. Shout out to Enemy Nation. Um, he came on to the show. We got to uh, chop it up and just kind of, you know, get to know each other a little bit more, which was kind of cool. It was nice to just kind of it was just nice to just chill and, uh, and get to know some of the people who are who are watching the show um, or who are a part of the show. Um, so that was really enjoyable. Obviously, there's more things that are, of course, going on, um, you know, th- that we talked about and discussed in regards to like Joe Rogan and his whole thing that he said um in regards to um video games uh for people who play video games and stuff do you hear about this tom uh you know i saw like a headline about it but i didn't really read anything about it what's that all about uh so real quick you know he he basically was saying like what's the point of what's the point of doing what's the point of like spending all your time and effort into playing video games it's a waste of time um, why don't you put your efforts into something like karate, martial arts, that kind of thing, you know, doing something that's more productive than, you know, um, than spending your time in a dark room playing video games. Now we already, we kind of talked about it last night, but you know, I'll just reiterate what I, my thoughts on it. And it's, and it was this, um, I don't think he was talking about the video game industry. Um, I just think he was talking about guys who are sitting around, chilling in the cut, not doing anything except being in a dark room, playing video games all day long with no aspirations, no goals to do anything with their lives. There are people out there that make millions and millions of dollars playing video games professionally. So there is aspirations for that. But at the same time, there's a lot of people like, you know, that just like to sit around and watch Netflix and chill all day and not do a damn thing. Nothing productive with their lives. So when he said that, I was with it. Like, I understood what he was trying to say. But the video game world, the gaming world is ve- was very, very upset with his comment. But I don't think he was saying that towards gamers because there's gamers out there that make Everything from that can literally make a very decent living from a very decent living to multi-million dollar, you know, type of enterprise uh, by playing video games. But there's a lot of guys out there that smoke weed, sit around and do nothing and play video games. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So 
he got it. He's you know, there's a lot of backlash in regards to him talking about that and putting in his putting in his uh, thoughts about it. But um, yeah, it just came you know a little bit of backlash for it. Gotcha. And I also I mean, all, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I mean all things in moderation, really. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Video games, Netflix. <laughs> Even reading. I mean, you can't just Shoot. sit around and read all day either. You know? True. You know, even martial arts, as he's saying, you know, like you learn a trade, you know, you can learn it and then you could take that and you can even open up your own dojo. You know, you can even open up your own martial arts facility and teach people and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it, you know, I think he, um, you know, it, it, but I think people took it the wrong way. A lot of gamers are like, what are you talking about? Right. There's a lot of gamers out there that have that dream of becoming that next big streamer. Right. I don't know. You know, the next ninja, if you will, like he's really the only one, the only gamer that I know. I mean, well, mm. PewDiePie, I guess. But PewDiePie is more of a personality than a streamer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like there are a lot of people that are making good money in the competitive gaming world, esports. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess with any sport, you know, the people that are going to be able to make money off it are few and far between. Yeah. Figgity facts, 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 all freaking day long. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Uh, oh, let me throw it back to you, Tom. How are you doing today? I can't complain. I had, a, I had an all right day yesterday. Went out and, you know, since I broke my <laughs> ankle in January, I haven't really been doing much exercise, but I really, really kicked my own ass yesterday. By kick my own ass, I mean I went out and walked one mile. That's great, <laughs> though. For me, at this point, having done no cardio since 2019, and it was a brisk walk. It was I walked as fast as I could without jogging. I did one mile, and it hurt. And, yeah, <laughs> I clearly have a long way to go to get back to where I was before I broke my ankle, But, but it's a, which, which wasn't great to begin with. But it's a really great start. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when yeah. you broke your ankle, that was some serious-ish you weren't able to move. You weren't able to do anything. So now that you're actually being active, I'm happy for you, man. Like, real talk. Yeah. That's that's yeah. fantastic news. You know, yeah. baby I mean, steps are better than no steps. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. No, it felt horrible. But, uh, you know, I need to get into shape. I, you know, I, yeah, I, 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 I turned 40 in, uh, oh, God. <laughs> I turned 40 in like a month and a half. I got to, <laughs> I got to start being proactive about my health now. So. Yeah. Yeah, trying to do that. It's all good, man. You know, 40 is the new 20, apparently. <laughs> so just, you know, rock it out. You'll be just fine. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mr. T12. Good morning, Enemy Nation. What up, man? Uh, Angel, good morning. Malia, good day, mate. Or good, good night, mate. Um, <laughs> Jacqueline, good morning. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Please comment down below. Let us know that you are doing good today. You know, give us a thumbs up or like just say, hey, I'm doing I'm doing all right today. You know what I'm saying? Let us know that you're enjoying this wonderful Tuesday. It's another day. Chris LaRose was good. Mang, what's up, fam? Um, <clears throat> but we're going to jump into some of these top news, top news stories and everything. Um, you know, we got to jump into a little bit of sports. Let's just jump into the sports real quick. So now I understand that three major league baseball games have been postponed as we speak. What's up with that, Tom? Yeah, this all comes down to the Marlins. The Marlins uh, organization has gotten hit hard by COVID. I think Damn. they've had uh, 14 members of their staff have 
become sick with COVID, including 11 players uh, have have gotten sick from it. So they're having to postpone oh games. Uh, Philadelphia is also not playing. And, yeah, it's uh, it's spreading. And so there's a lot of questions about how this is going to be handled. Like they're going to have to call up players that have no professional uh, baseball, you know, no major league baseball experience. Uh, they're going to have coaches that have to come in that don't have major league baseball experience. It's it's a thing. So, I mean, we it feels like we just started that we did just start the major league baseball season and already one team is like a third of the staff or a third Jeez. of the a third of the roster has been overcome with covid. Well, what I also have to say is lucky for the person who is uh in the minor leagues getting bumped up. You know, yeah. that's had the dreams or has the dreams of going major, you know, getting into major league baseball and now they're going to be able to get into the majors. That's big news for them at least. I wouldn't sit here and say like I'm happy for anybody who's sick, you know what I mean? Um at all. That's terrible and I hope everybody is able to bounce back without any issues, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. It it's really inter- I'm I'm interested to see how they're able to make up these games. And at the end of the season, I mean, if we're just here right now, what is it going to look like by the end of the season? Is this going to happen with more teams or Tons of games going to have to be canceled. Are teams going to be playing with like, you know, double A players at some point? How much legitimacy does the 2020 season have? I don't like, even know. See, the, the, that's what I keep wondering is like, does any of this count? Right. Like LeBron made a good good point. LeBron James a, a, a few weeks back um, said something along the lines of like, what so if they if this particular if a particular team wins like whatever the Stanley Cup for example does it get an asterisk asterisk right next to it like what right. what does it mean like does it does it even count because it's not really a season you're not playing all this time putting in all this work it's like an abbreviated quick abbreviated timeline you know there's no traveling there's no blood sweat i mean i'm not sitting here saying that there isn't any blood sweat and tears but there you don't have the audience you don't have the that that energy in the room so does does that still count y'all does it still count i don't know he had a good point people were getting upset with him for saying that but it's like does does this year even count right weird and 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 some of the biggest players are just sitting out this season entirely because they're like i don't want any part of it word so it's like does it count see what i'm saying does it count like say the bulls win you know the championship right (laughs) remember when they used to win all the time oh yeah yeah way back in the day anyway say that they're winning say that they win let's or let's pick the worst basketball team ever let's see hmm Nuggets. I don't, I don't know. Are they any good? I don't know. I, I don't gonna, really follow basketball, but I was going to say they the, always seem to be perennial losers. I was going to say the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say the Knicks win. Right. <laughs> Does that is that a big deal? Does that even garner parades and big deals? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Or is it just like a stamp of a star next to it going? Okay. This was during COVID season. 
Does it right. even count? I don't know. It just doesn't. It, to me, it just it doesn't feel. I feel like every sport. This is just my own personal opinion. All right, but I think every sport should just bow out for the season. Yeah. Wait for next year where the, where there's vaccines and everything. Everyone can still get eh, you know maybe a fraction of what they were agreed to get paid on for the whole seat for the whole season of this year and just keep it moving. You know, and besides, a lot of these guys already have enough money. They don't need any more money. Like they'd be all right if they just bowed out for a season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they're, they're not they're not dying for money. These guys make hundreds of millions of dollars a year, you know, and I'm not trying to throw any shade on what they do. It's a, it's an amazing skill that they of what they do. But at the same time, and the amount of dedication and <clears throat> travel and all that, that they have to put their bodies and, and minds and all that into. But still, man, sit out the whole season. Bruh, come on. Like even even um, <clears throat> even hockey is being weird, too. Like they're doing a few games and then they're going into the playoffs. What? Does this even count? So if, like, for example, St. Louis got the Stanley Cup, go Blues. But at the same time, and we're talking about hockey, but at the same time, they're flying up to Canada to play. They just flew up to Canada. They're going to play for a few, like a few games, only a few games, and they're going straight into the playoffs. What? <laughs> they didn't even finish the whole... So if the if the Blues win the Stanley Cup this year, did they really earn it? <laughs> well, being a St. Louis, and I'd say yes, absolutely. Oh, shut your mouth! <laughs> shut your mouth! You absolutely. know, see now this is the thing that really pisses me off. You know, this is what really grinds my gears. Is St. Louis will be more than happy to take that. And grab and go, yeah, Stanley Cup, we're, we're the winners, we're the best, go Blues. When I don't feel like they deserve it. Where mm -hmm. I don't think any, no, I'm not saying Blues, I'm saying any team deserves it right now. They need mm -hmm. to just hang up their, 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 their hockey pucks and their, their hockey sticks, step aside, let this, this, crazy, this crazy virus get through, get your vaccine, Start again next year. And that's it. Yeah. I don't understand why they're trying so hard to secure the bags right now. No, I, I get you. I saw an interview last night on the news with a doctor uh, who was talking about, uh, you know, how the, the common logic is, is that the, the virus stays airborne. You know, the particulate in the air, COVID, stays in the air for like six feet. That if you stay six feet apart, you know, you, you won't breathe in other people's uh, COVID. But the guy said if someone is coughing or breathing very hard, like you would be if you're playing sports, right. that it can go up to 20 feet. So he basically says if you got a guy with COVID that's running the bases or stealing second or running to first on a base hit and he's breathing hard, basically the entire diamond is now contaminated with COVID air. Yep. And it's just going to hang in the air. Yeah. It, it travels up to 20 feet when you're breathing hard or coughing. Exactly. And think about this, too. Let's, let's talk about that, too. Let's click and drag that over a slab of ice. Yeah. You're basically <laughs> on an entirely large Petri dish inside of a re gigantic refrigerator. Because that, yeah. that, that virus can sit there and live off of that ice. You know what I'm saying? It's not like mm -hmm. it... It's going to just float out there and then just die once it hits the ground. It's just going to be there. Now you got all that ice shavings getting blasted in each other's faces and all that stuff. I mean, the, you know, 
It's yeah. hockey's no joke. That's a full, full contact sport. Yep. Just saying. Same thing with football. It's, it's exactly how I feel about football. You got mans all on top of each other's and stuff. Mans. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> all right. You know what I mean? The breathing hard. You know what I mean? Gl- muscles glistening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, and then the uh, Rona. Like, we don't need that. Yeah. Just saying. Should we even be doing seasons right now? Right. I mean, sports. Should we even be doing that? I think not. I yeah. think not. I mean, I get that everybody needs some sort of distraction right now because everything is shut down. Yeah, but, and we're, we're losing our minds. I completely it, agree with that. But, I mean, it seems like we just started the baseball season and already one team's been knocked out by COVID. Shoot. But by all means, let's open up schools, though. I'm sure that'll go much better. Absolutely. <laughs> Kids are going to be fine. They'll yeah. bounce back. Ba- bounce back. They'll, they'll get it. They'll go home. They'll, okay. they'll get well. They'll go back to school. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote, Governor Parsons of Missouri. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. That's a whole other conversation. Yes, it is. And it's all of itself. Anyway, you know, we got to jump into this next thing. And of course, you know, all these things that we're talking about, please comment down below. Let us know what you think in regards to everything. Um, You know, because there's a lot going on. Uh, obviously, as we, we we as we're talking right now, we will be talking about these uh, uh, the covid plan that has been un- unveiled recently. But we we got to go into this into this story, man. I don't know what it is. I really I, I really don't know what it is. OK, um, since since the dawn of being quarantined, since the dawn of being locked down, Ellen DeGeneres has been under fire. People have been going after, going for the throat, all right? They've been just going for the jugular. I don't know what is up with Ellen DeGeneres and her show, but people have been trying to get her canceled since day one of lockdown. We got to talk about this. What's a guan, Tom? Yeah, well, Ellen had uh, faced some backlash, or her show had faced some backlash uh, for the way it was treating staff. There was a BuzzFeed uh, story that came out a while back that had interviewed a bunch of people that used to work for her mm-hmm. that said that they were mistreated, that they were, uh, you know, that there was a, somewhat of a racist atmosphere there, and that they were, uh, you know, not, not a great place to work. They said that people had been fired after taking medical leave or bereavement days to attend family funerals. Uh, there had been some talk of, uh, I guess there were two African-American women there that had similar haircuts and somebody was joking that they couldn't tell them apart. And there were all kinds of things that were, you know, just, you know, stacked on top of each other kind of led people to believe that Maybe working for Helen isn't the best, but I think what happened with the shutdown is, is that, um, when the shutdown started, she had her production crew work or her staff had the production crew work, uh, at, uh, reduced compensation. And then they were hiring non-union crews to mm-hmm. mount the quarantine production. So if you're a union member and then we go into quarantine and you start hiring non-union scabs to, not even scabs because they weren't on strike, just right. non-union replacements for production. Uh, you're going to make some people very angry. A lot of people very angry. If you start hiring non-union workers in a, 
heavily unionized uh, field like that. So that would be my guess as to why that, and it sounds like a toxic atmosphere working there. But yeah, I, this this latest thing coming up here, and and Warner Brothers Media is now hiring a third party uh, uh, firm to investigate uh, to see what's going on with the culture at the Ellen show. If, if it really is a toxic atmosphere and if it is what can be done to make it better. But yeah, I think, you know, if, if you're taking bereavement days to go to a family funeral and then you get fired for that, I mean, I, I, I don't know if that it should be illegal. I'm not sure if it is, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, it just doesn't sound like a lot of people there are, terribly happy working on her show anymore yeah um but see the thing is is like all right here it is we got to jump all the way back a little bit just to just to kind of explain the reason why there's such such a focus on ellen and ellen the ellen degeneres show so let's jump back just a tiny bit so there was an, a woman, um, a transgender woman named Nikki Tutorials that has a huge YouTube following. All right. And we've discussed this many, many multiple times on this show. But she came out like she went on to her YouTube channel and came out basically saying that she was trans- transgender woman. All right. This video, when she came out revealing herself as transgender, it went super viral, like uber super viral. All right. A lot of people were behind her, you know, applauding her, uh, you know, saying, you know, thank you so much for your bravery. Now, what is Ellen DeGeneres known for? Bringing in people who are going against adversity or people who are doing really cute things or really cute viral videos, et cetera, et cetera. So this particular moment, she brought in Nikki tutorials. Nikki, they flew her in. She got brought in. They sat down. They had on camera, which I'm just going to talk about what happened on camera. On camera, they had a very good conversation. Nikki tutorials was very complimentary. It was basically saying thank you so much for this platform that you have. Thank you for bringing somebody like myself onto this show. And it seemed like a wonderful interview. Seemed everything was fine, right? Well, mm-hmm. Nick and Tutorials went on to a Dutch, uh, a Dutch talk show and basically went in on Ellen DeGeneres, basically saying that she was very cold uh, behind the scenes. She didn't even say hi to her. She didn't even acknowledge her presence. She was very uh, cold, off-putting, and uh, not the Ellen that you see once the lights are on. Okay, Now, this obviously went out there. And it grew this story. Okay, so she went on to another like, I guess she had another uh, magazine interview where she basically said Nikki tutorial said, um, well, there's more to that story other than just how she was behind the scenes. Even when I got in there, I wasn't even allowed to use a certain bathroom that was right next to my dressing room. It was only reserved for the Jonas Brothers. I wasn't allowed to go use that. There was she was she said I was expecting it to be I was expecting people to be a little bit more nice and kind. People around there was it was a very toxic environment, very negative. Everybody was really upset and not happy about it just seemed like they were not happy about being there in a way. So this this magazine's article came out. Uh, uh, somebody read this magazine article, 
uh, that was an ex-employee, started a thread on Twitter basically saying, hey, guys, it's time to tell the truth about Ellen DeGeneres. I'm going to start a thread right now. Everyone, every ex-employee talk about like tell the truth about what it's like to work with Ellen DeGeneres. And this thread just went crazy. All these ex-employees went in telling about how she was a terrible human being, how she's been rude, how people would get fired for, you know, taking a, a two days off for bereavement or go to a funeral, so on and so forth. So that's when everybody's been focusing the, the light has been focused on Ellen DeGeneres and her show. Now, yep. I've, now there's been a lot of speculation about, oh, she's under house arrest. That's why she like, oh, she's got an ankle bracelet. She's under house arrest. She's part of one of the Epstein, you know, she's on the flight list for the Epstein things and all that. And I have not, I have never seen any ankle bracelet on her ankle or anything of that sort. I think she's just quarantined for the sake of quarantine, quarantining. But at the same time, she doesn't need as many people on the set of her home while she's shooting her show. So she rehires, you know, furloughs people or fires people, crew members to get other people who are cheaper and obviously eager for the money. Um, and that obviously starts an issue. Right. So yep. it just keeps going. This 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 snowball just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it, every time <laughs> it seems as if she's trying to discontinue her show and doing what she's doing, but. On, in the on the back end of it she's looking really 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 bad which is um not great uh and the stories just keep growing you know more in, in employees are saying more and more things now let me just say this though you know i wonder how much of that is actual employees speaking the truth about their experiences or if they're disgruntled employees that feel that they got fired unfairly because yeah. you got to remember she's she's the one at the top of the mountain she is ellen degeneres there's going to be a lot of people that she's going to walk by or step over to keep going up to the top of the mountain that she's going to leave behind that are going to be really po'd you know what i mean so it makes me wonder if a lot of these people might be just bitter people, just bitter for yeah. I put all my I put my ass into that job. I worked my ass off. I blah, 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 and now I got fired over this. There's plenty of people who feel some type of way when they lose a job that they feel is un, uh, the how they they feel unfairly uh, like they unfairly got fired. They feel like their 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 term their being terminated was unjustified. So I keep wondering how much of this is true and how much of this is, you know, somebody just trying to get her canceled. And it seems like they're trying so freaking hard now that they're investigating. How are they going to do that? How are they going to investigate without actually them without people actually knowing that they're investigating? You see what I'm saying? Now everybody in that place is going to be showing off, you know, giving off a type of vibe. Like everything's great, guys. You know what I'm saying? Well, they'll they'll and they'll have interviews with lower employees and interns and stuff like that that'll be behind closed doors, and hopefully they'll get an honest account of what the culture really is on the Ellen Show. That's what I would assume would happen. 
But also with Ellen, I mean, you got to keep in mind, you know, I, I think most people know this, but I don't know if people of a younger age really understand that, you know, Ellen was the first celebrity to come out. Well, I won't say the first celebrity to come out, but she was the first like really big name primetime TV slot star that had a uh, that, that came out as a lesbian. And she she was seen as as kind of a champion of gay rights, and uh, what was it last year? Uh, she was at the Dallas Cowboys game, in the booth with George W. Bush. Oh yeah. Obviously, during his presidency, didn't extend any sort of olive branch to the LGBTQ community. Uh, I would say, a lot of his 2004 reelection campaign hinged on the defense of marriage, and anti-gay rights. There are a lot of people that still view George W. Bush as a war criminal for lying his way into the Iraq war. And they didn't like seeing Ellen that was seen as a progressive champion palling around with a guy who a lot of people think should be in jail. Yeah. And, and feel even outside of that, that he never really had a good thing to say about gay people his entire time in office. So, you know, in Ellen's defense, you know, that's kind of her brand is being nice to people and, you know, not not really mm. being a firebrand of sorts, you know, being more inclusive. But I, I just, you know, I don't know that that's the temperature of the country right now. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. Um, you know, and of course, there's a lot of things also on top of that. You got to also consider this, too. There's a lot of people that are just home angry as hell right now. You know, because they can't do anything that they're sitting there just with, you know, they kind of feel like they're sitting on their hands or their hands are tied behind their back, wondering what where the next dollar is coming from or frustrated about what's going on outside, frustrated what's going on in regards to the protest or what's going on as far as the, the this covid, you know, what I mean, this this Rona. And the fact that we don't know where it's coming from, you know, it's like, we don't know how you can get it. You, you know, we know how you can get it, but, you know, you don't know where you can contract it. You could just go to the supermarket and say, Rona, and that's not fun. So there's a lot of people out here that are angry and they're putting their focusing and funneling their anger towards these these cancel culture moments, you know, where this is like, ah, let's go after it. Now, here's the thing. I'm not defending Ellen at all. I just find it very interesting that it's almost every month something comes up about her yeah. where they're trying to cancel her some in some sort of way in some sort of in some sort of way and like i said i i feel like a lot of it is very there's a lot of gray in this situation i'm not sitting here saying that those things aren't true that's that's going on 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 the soundstage of the ellen, ellen degeneres show but i also have to say is that all her fault though mm. You know, a lot of times she's the star. She doesn't run anything. She just comes right. in. They give her the script. They say, well, you're going to do this, this, and this. She might put in her two cents on what is funny and what is not. But most of the time, I mean, you know, if the toxic environment is made, it might be her too. But it could also be just the people who run the show for her, you yeah. know, that are just toxic as well. What are you going to say, Tom? Well, I mean, you know, with a lot of this stuff, you know, you could chalk it up to poor communication or maybe a one-off instance of someone saying something inappropriate. What, what, what really draws my attention, though, is this whole thing about how uh, employees of the show were brought on with reduced compensation during the quarantine shows. 
And at the same time that they were brought on with reduced compensation, she was bringing in non-union workers. That, to me, is... That lets me know there's something wrong on her show. If you're hiring non-union workers on a union show... It's not good. Something's, something's wrong. The, the culture's Yeah. Off. There's, there's trouble in Denmark, for sure. Yeah. There's definitely t- trouble in Denmark, for sure. Yep. Something's, something's not right. Something ain't yep. right at all. And I guess the only thing that we can do is just sit back, pull up the popcorn, <laughs> right. and wait for that tea to be spilt. Um, and, we, and, you, you know, and spill, it will, I'm sure. Um, because they are out for her. They are literally out for her. Hardcore. Um, and, you know, I like Ellen. I mean, personally, I, I, I'm not sitting here saying I think she's the best thing since sliced bread. But I think, she, you know, she brings a, at least her persona and the brand that she has out there is very, is very uh, good. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's a little bit of light during a, a very dark time. But I'm not sitting here going, oh, I can't wait to watch Ellen. Nah, that's not me. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think that she has built an amazing brand and well, I, you know, I, I hope these accusations are not true, but we'll, only time will tell. We will definitely yeah. see about that. Um, real quick. We, I want to jump into this thing real quick. And I know this is kind of an audible time, so I'm sorry for doing this to you. Um, uh-huh. but I've been looking up this thing cause, uh, uh, B E Adels, the Bales, um, said something about, um, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Uh, basically oh, yeah. saying that there is a cure. So I got a little bit of something here. Um, now, I, you know, I'm reading this from the Daily Beast. So, you know, I'm cold reading the hell out of this. So uh, be gentle with me. Um, so the president is pushing the coronavirus theories of a Houston doctor who says sexual visitations by demons and alien DNA are the root of Americans' common health concerns. A doctor who praises... Uh, uh, hydrochloroquine and says that face masks aren't <clears throat> necessarily the, the necessary to stop transmission of the highly contagious coronavirus has become a star on the right wing Internet, garnering tens of millions of views on Facebook on Monday alone. Donald Trump Jr. declared the, the video of Stella Emanuel's a must watch while Donald Trump his, him, himself retweeted the, uh, the video. <clears throat> Before Trump and his supporters embrace Emmanuel's uh, medical expertise, though, they should reconsider. They should consider other medical claims uh, Emmanuel has made, including those about alien DNA and the physical effects of having sex with witches and demons in your dreams. All right. Emmanuel is a pediatrician and a religious minister, uh, has a history of making bizarre claims about medical top topics and other issues. She has often claimed that the genealogical genealogical gynecological wow gynecological sorry plot problems like cysts and endometriosis are in fact caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches. I mean I could continue but I'm going to stop right there. Uh, she, well, you know what? I'm going to keep going. There's a little bit more. She, there's a lot more, but I'm going to read this one last paragraph. She alleges alien DNA is currently used in medical treatments and that scientists are cooking up a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. And despite appearing in Washington, D.C. to lobby uh, Congress 
on Monday, she has said that the con- that, that the government is run in part not by humans, but by rep- uh, reptilians and other aliens. I'm going to stop right there. Okay. Now, I need to see this video. Um, yeah. I want to see this video for myself. Uh, Tom, do you mind just looking it up? If you find it, can you just email it to me? Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. anybody who's watching the show right now, uh, fellas, my brothers and sisters, we got to talk about this. Um, because Beatles, okay, Beatles said master BS, just asked <laughs> Dr. Stella Emanuel, there is a cure. So Dr. Um, St- Stella Emanuel is claiming that there is a cure to the coronavirus, okay? So I'm wondering what the hell that is. And why are we listening to somebody who is not only a pediatrician, but a religious minister that claims that having sex in your dreams with demons and witches cause cysts and endo, endo, endometriosis? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's, she's trying to push hydrochloroquine, which, you know, is, is not a proven cure at all it's just for, this uh, but i'm COVID. just like i i, I bet <laughs> she's from houston I, why, why do i feel mm. see i got i feel some type of way about this you know what i'm saying because mm. i just sent you the video thank you i'm gonna i'm uh i'm gonna i'm gonna hold on one second tom let me uh let me cue this up real quick you you can keep talking tom i'm just yeah, yeah. um you're just your face won't be on for a second. Um, now here it is. I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody. Okay, there's you know I I am hopeful that there is a cure. Obviously, who isn't? But but come on, no. I I don't know. You, it, 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 <laughs> it, 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 she. Mm. Yeah. That, that uh, she it certainly hmm. doesn't sound like she's a person I'd want to take medical advice from at all. Sex, the alien DNA. Yeah. Alien DNA. Mm-hmm. Alien DNA. Hold on, I got to turn you down just one second, Tom. Sorry, brother. Hold up. Mm-hmm. I just don't want this blasting. Hold up. <laughs> okay. Now, now, now here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Okay, here's the thing. Why are we retweeting? Why is the, the, okay, all right. I told myself I would not do any bashing of Trump. I'm not going to. I swear on God's name, I'm not going to try to do that today. But this one's a very hard one to do because here it is. Why would you say, why would you want to turn to somebody who is clearly making very interesting statements, very questionable statements, and say, yep, she says there's a cure, there's a cure. Yep, that's the truth. There's a cure. I'm sorry. When you look at this and say she is making, oh, man. She's saying that cysts and endometriosis 
are caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches. Can I just say that one more time? One more again. So are you really wanting to look at that woman or, or that doctor and say that's a reliable source? That her sources are credible? I don't think so. Personally, I don't think so. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's more to it. I haven't even said nothing else. But we're going to play this video so we can look at this with our own two eyes because this is some this is some BS. Hold up, Tom. Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Oh, this I hope this is good. I hope this is good. You know what? In, in fact, I hope that she... I hope that she has a strong point. I really hope that she has a strong point. Like, here it is. I'm here. I'm hoping that she, I want her to win. You feel me? I want us to win, y'all. But DNA, alien DNA, cysts and endometriosis from sex with demons and witches and dreams? Come on, y'all. We, 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 already, we already there. We already there. All right, come on. Here it is. Hamburger. I've taken care of over 350 patients, not lost one, not a diabetic, not a somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person, We've not lost one patient. And on top of that, I've put myself, my staff, and many doctors that I know on hydroxychloroquine for prevention, because by the very mechanism of action, it works early and as a prophylaxis. We see patients, 10 to 15 COVID patients every day. We give them breathing treatments. We only wear surgical masks. None of us has gotten sick. It works. So right now, I, I came here to Washington DC to say, America, nobody needs to die. I'm upset. Why I'm upset is that I see people that cannot breathe. I see parents walk in. I see diabetics sit in my office knowing that this is a death sentence and they can't breathe. And I hug them and I tell them, it's gonna be okay, you're gonna leave. And we treat them and they leave. None has died. So if some fake science, some person sponsored by all these fake pharma companies comes out and say, oh, we've done studies and they found out that it doesn't work, I can tell you categorically it's fake science. I want to know who is sponsoring that study. I want to know who is behind it. Because there is no way okay. I can treat 350 patients and counting and nobody is dead and they all did better. Nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. I know people want to talk about masks. Hello? You don't need masks. There is a cure. I know they don't want to open schools. No, you don't need to, people to be locked down. There is prevention and there is a cure. If they come after me, they threaten me. They've threatened to, I mean, I've gotten all kinds of threats. Oh, they're going to report me to the bots. They're going to, I say, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to let Americans die. And if this is the mountain, if this is the hill where I get nailed on, I will get nailed on it. I don't care. Hmm. You can report me to the bot, you can kill me, you can do whatever, but I'm not going to let Americans die. And today I'm here to say it, that America, there is a cure for COVID. All this foolishness, it not, does not need to happen. There is a cure for COVID. There is a cure for COVID. It's called hydroxychloroquine, it's called zinc, it's called Zitromax. Okay. 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 You know, um, here it is. I give her mad props for being so passionate about this um ha <laughs> no 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 here it is though i am not gonna laugh at her yeah i'm not no i'm not you want to know why you want to know why you wouldn't be that passionate about something if you know something i'm just gonna say that 
she has a whole team of doctors right behind her, right behind her, and they ain't sitting there going, whoa, they're not reeling her in. They're not. Are we sure those are doctors? I bloody hope so. You could, you could throw a white coat on anybody. That is true. That is very, very true. But at the same time, I think she truly thinks that she's got the, the remedy. I truly think that she thinks she has the remedy. Now, she, she might be crazy with the, the demons and the DNA, DNA, alien DNA and all that. But maybe she does have it. Maybe. But there's science and data that says she doesn't have it. But then there's... That there have been, like, there's, this has been researched and shown that it doesn't do anything. Except arguably make you sicker and hurt your, like, I think, pancreas. It's not a cure. There, there have been, there's research going on into this, and what she's saying is circumstantial evidence at best. Yeah. It, it's not science. If I saw my physician up there behind her, I'd be looking for a new physician right now. There is no way That's anybody in their right mind could see their doctor up there behind her and be like, yeah, it's all right. No. Now, here it is, though, man. You're telling me that you wouldn't even entertain the idea just for two seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, would I, I just, entertain the idea of using a drug that's been discredited uh, because a woman that believes in alien DNA told me to? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider it for a second. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair, fair enough. All I'm saying is, I'm not sitting here saying like, okay. Hmm. See, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. Because a part of it is like, all right, well, why wouldn't they all? I mean, yes, there is a there is a way of, yeah, they could throw white coats on anybody. That's very, very true. But ah, I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted a little bit. I know that sounds a little crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what? Nah, you know what? I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back on my other side. It just doesn't make it, it does. It, I understand somebody being that, that passionate about something, but it just doesn't seem like it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. There it is. I don't know. It just seems insane. It, it, you know, here it is. I think what it is, the reason why I'm conflicted is because I'm hopeful I'm going to be real. I'm hopeful that maybe it is the truth. But at the same time, why does it have to be a person who has made crazy claims before? Absolutely insane claims of, oh, the reason why you have cysts on your ovaries or endometriosis is because you had sex in your dreams with demons and witches. What? So that part really throws me off. But then again, you know, people are like people like. Dr. Sebi, Dr. Uh, Sebi, who have said that they had the, the cure for AIDS and apparently has cured people of AIDS who ended up dying. I mean, can you sit there and say that guy is crazy, too? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, there's got to be a cure of some sort for this this virus. There's got to be there's got to be a remedy to this stuff. And maybe it is that. Maybe it is zinc. Maybe it is hydrochloroquine. Maybe it's a combination of all of that. 
She said zinc, hydrochloroquine, and what was the other thing that she said? What was the other thing that she said? Shoot. Mm, don't know. But the only argument I'll say is this. If, this. if that is true, if it was hydrochloroquine, zinc, and that other thing, why haven't they put that out as public knowledge full on and shown other people outside of her people that she's treated uh, that have been cured from that from that actual remedy? Because that 360 some odd people that she said that she's cured. That she's treated and cured. Where are those 360 some odd people? I want to see them, too. You know, yeah, I, I just, I mean, you know, there, there's been research into hydrochloroquine. There's stuff that treats COVID better than that, and there are people that actually need hydro, hydrochloroquine uh, for stuff that it actually does treat, like lupus. We start handing this stuff out, even though it doesn't work to everybody with COVID, there are going to be people with lupus that actually need this drug that can't get it. Because, you know, demon sperm, alien DNA, you know, witch sex woman is telling us to take hydrochloroquine, even though the science says don't do that. You know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, you know, like I said, I want to see for real. I want to see the people. I want to see the actual people that she's treated. And I want to see them actually talk and say, yes, we took this. We did this, then and that. And I've been cured. I have yet. We have yet to see any of those, obviously, because this is still new news. This is still brand new news. But at the same time, yeah, you're right. Those people behind her could be fake dudes just wearing white lab coats and, and, and calling it a day. But then there's the other part of you that take that. There's another part of me that's like, all right. What if, like I said, what if she does have the cure, but she's just nuts. Or she's had some crazy claims. She's made some crazy claims in the past. And maybe the millions of other claims that she's had have been wrong. But what if this one time she's right? I'm just saying I'm just playing. And literally, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You know, because to me, right off the bat, just reading about her beforehand, homegirl crazy. You know what I mean? Dr. Emmanuel's crazy. But then at the same time, Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of that crazy is true. How much of that, you know, how much (laughs) in June? Yeah. Well, in June, uh, the use of hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine in the UK recovery trial was discontinued when an interim analysis of 1,542 treatments showed it provided no mortality benefit to people with severe COVID-19 infection hospitalized over 28 days. So a study of 1,542 people with COVID showed it did nothing. I mean, it's not like people are, it's not like people are like, (laughs) <laughs> it's not like there's any sort of cover-up. They're they're investigating this. They're putting it through the rigorous scientific uh, trials to make sure that it actually works, and and it's not showing that it works at all. 
I mean, she could, I mean, even if those are real doctors behind her, and they may be, it's like, what, 10 doctors? Who? So? Like, there's, they've studied this. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. If your circumstantial evidence shows that maybe it does, great, but actual scientific research shows it does not. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, at, at the end of it all, to me, it's like, show me the Carfax. Show me the Carfax. That's all I want. Literally. I want to see it for myself. You know, because a part of me is hopeful. Of course. Part of me is like, yeah, man, come on, let's find a, let's get this cure going. Maybe we don't have to do a vaccine at all. Maybe we don't have to inject ourselves with something random, you know, to fight off this thing. You know, maybe we just have to take a little bit of zinc and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and we'll be just fine. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's what we need to do, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know. We don't, we don't know. We, you know, we don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Beatles are saying people saying people say Tesla was crazy. I get it. I, I, I get it. I, I fully, I fully, fully get it. But at the same time, we have yet to see proof in the pudding. And I'm, I want to see proof. I want to see the facts. You can have some, anybody walk up to a microphone and say, I know the cure. I know the way. Okay, fine. Then show us the proof of that way so that we can all do the same thing, you know, or that we can follow in suit, you know, instead of, and I get it. It's fine. Get on the microphone and let people know about it. Cool. Then do it. But at the same time, after that, show the proof. Let's see the patience that you had. Or let's see you in your hospital or in your lab or whatever treating somebody. And we can see real time you curing somebody. Let's see that. You can, you, I understand being passionate because, you know, you can be passionate about what you believe. It, to me, it feels like I feel that she feels that she found the cure. So I'm like, okay, if that is true... Come on with it. Now, you just said it. You just made a huge public announcement. Now, bring those people in, you know, into your lab, into your hospital and show them the cured people that you've that you've had. That's what needs to happen right now. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, the, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just reading here. Uh, Peter Horby, uh, professor of emerging infectious diseases and global health and the Nuffield Department of Medicine, University mm -hmm. of Oxford, and the chief investigator for a randomized trial on hydrochloroquine, said the recovery trial has shown that hydrochloroquine is not an effective treatment in patients hospitalized with COVID-19. So the, the, the professor of emerging infectious diseases and global health at Oxford University versus a woman that believes that, you know, an alien DNA and I, I'm sorry. This is mm. crackpot, tinfoil hat, stupid people stuff. It's just dumb. Like, if, if an Oxford professor on infectious diseases says this doesn't do anything, and a woman that believes all the crazy stuff we've heard you say that she believes says it does, every day of the week I'm going to side with the Oxford guy. I see. Every day. I see. Um, so there is something here. Uh, Enemy Nation just said something that I th found very interesting. Uh, he said, I just got off the phone with my mother-in-law who just got out of the hospital for COVID and they gave her hydro uh, hydrochloroquine and zinc and a zinc regimen and she's now home recovering. 
That's very interesting. See what I'm saying? So certain things, and I remember I had, uh, they, and I had. Did a, they give her any other treatment? That's a very good question. And enemy nation, please comment down below and let us know. Um, but what I was going to say is this: we did have uh, another doctor on the show really earlier on, much earlier on when when the COVID was just getting started, and he was hardcore into saying the way you can beat this stuff, the way you can beat. Uh, the COVID is by zinc. He was hard into zinc. You know what I mean? So, you know, who's to say that maybe some of it is true, some of it works and some of it doesn't? What if there are different strands of this virus too? So maybe it works on a particular, maybe zinc work, zinc and hydrochloroquine works on a specific type of uh, the strand of the virus and maybe it doesn't work on the other one. You never know. You know, because apparently there's a much more stronger strand out there of the uh, of the covid. Now, they keep saying it mutates and, and changes and all that stuff. So you never know. Maybe it works one way, doesn't work with the other. You know, who's to say we don't know for, for a full fact because we don't have the we haven't seen anybody get cured in our, in our face. You know what I mean? Face to face. I have heard about zinc working on on uh, several patients. I've heard about zinc. But they've been doing a zinc regimen. Now, they haven't said, yeah, they gave it to me right off the bat, and it's been working ever since. Or it worked, and that's how I got through this. They, uh, they would always say, oh, well, you know, they started doing hydrochloroquine, but my, my, the, the virus was already starting to subside. You know? So at the end of the day, it's really like, show me the Carfax. Like, I, I want to see, see proof in the pudding. That's just what I personally think I would... You know, I would love to see. I, I just. I'm hopeful. But at the same time, we've had a lot of people who have said that they have the cure or they know the, the right way and they know the cure and then nothing happens. Nothing. So we're going to we're going to have to just see what happens for sure and just wait out. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. It's that time. Uh, we'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out the show, please go hit that subscribe button on our channel. That would really, really mean a lot. And of course, hit that like button down below if you're enjoying the conversation and enjoying what we're going through, I guess, uh, today. Um, Got lots and lots of crazy going on. Lots of questionable crazy. Let's just say that, you know. Um, but, uh, man, we got we to gotta get this party going right now. Um, the Internet is a little funky right now as well. I just wanted to let everybody know. Don't know why. It's a little frustrating. But. Let's just keep the uh, let's keep this ball moving, shall we? All right. So um, let's let's jump into um, Target. Uh, the, apparently, Target is uh, yeah. joining Walmart and is ending Thanksgiving store shopping. So um, let's talk about that, Tommy. What's up? Yeah, Target uh, is going to be suspending. Uh, is going to be closing its stores on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, for the last decade or so, Target has been open on Thanksgiving, you know, leading into Black Friday. 
But uh, following Walmart's lead, Target is now going to stay closed on Thanksgiving, to, I guess, to try and reduce crowd sizes. They still haven't said exactly what they're going to do about Black Friday, although uh, analysts are expecting that Black Friday is going to be kind of a mixture of online shopping and maybe curbside pickup, mm -hmm. or the, this is going to be a very different sort of Black Friday. But it, it sounds like both Walmart and Target now are saying that they are going to be closed on Thanksgiving. Which I think this year, <laughs> I think everybody needs Thanksgiving off this year. No kidding. Um, yep. I think that would be really great. I think that's a good thing. I also think that it's something that should have been done a long time ago. That's just yep. what I think. Um, you know, even because there's people who sit there and they have to work, you know, or they quickly grab themselves a plate, you know, uh, a big Thanksgiving plate, smash it, and then they go, oh, I, I got to go, bye. Because, you know, it's a Black Friday. They got to get ready for that kind of stuff. Mm. And I'm like, is it really that necessary? Now, I understand Black Friday is a huge event, huge. But there's also ways to do that um, with, with just doing it online. And now everybody's buying a lot of things. Man, half the clothes I have are, are, are bought online. I mean... I barely step into a store now to buy things that I want. So, I mean, why not? And especially during these times, I mean, it's been really, really, this has been a weird year. So it'd be nice for everybody to just get some time off and just be with family, you know, instead of just dealing with people with that mad rush. Cause you know, that yeah. that mad rush is ridiculous. And I see people who will sit there instead of spending time with their family, they smash food so that they can get to their to Best Buy or Target or Walmart or wherever they need to go to because they want to get the best deals on Black Friday. And it's like, what's the whole point of Thanksgiving if you can't even fully spend time with your family? Yep. That's redunculous, man. Yep. My personal opinion. I entirely agree. I, I, I've never really understood. I mean, I've never really taken part in Black Friday, but I get it but I don't understand why it has to back up into Thanksgiving. You can't yeah. just give people that one day to be with their families. I mean, it, I, I hope that this lasts but beyond 2020. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to. I think 2021, they're going to be back to, you know, trying to make as much money as possible oh, yeah. on Thanksgiving again. But I, I would like to, I, I would hope that this is the end of those stores being open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I hope so, you know. Um, I'm happy that they decided to do that. I, th I think it's a very good, good timing. They can go back to being, they can go back to the whole thing of greed is good next year. You know what I'm saying? They can go back to the Greco, you know. They can go back to that later, later on, you know. They can get their Wall Street on later, mm. you know. But right now, I feel like we, we really need to just stay home, keep it simple, keep it safe, and actually enjoy a meal with, their, with your family instead of trying to get that 60-inch TV for half the price. That's yep. just my personal opinion. I agree. I, 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 I would hope that this would somehow just be the end of these stores being open on Thanksgiving. I mean, I think, was it you last year when we were talking about this said that you predict that eventually they're going to be just serving Thanksgiving dinner at Target? 
that I, you'll be. It, I think if I it, if it wasn't you, I, I thought it might have been you that said that, but I thought that was really funny because it, it's probably true. Probably a matter of time until they just have a buffet line set up. Thanks, you know, for Thanksgiving dinner inside Target. Yeah, but I. Mm. It's like I said, I just don't understand why it's so important. I just don't know why everybody is like, oh, we got to go. Bruh, can we like all chill and enjoy our time as a family? Oh, man, I got to go to Best Buy. You know, we got that, you know, it's Black Friday time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, man, you could get, wait for Cyber Monday. You know what I'm saying? You could still order this stuff online. Like, you don't really need to be doing this stuff. You know, yeah. like, you really don't need to. And there are people that will literally to yeah. have stop everything that they're doing so that they can go do this stuff. What were you going to say, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, there are people that are trying to shop, especially this year on a budget. Um, and you're going to want those doorbuster deals. You want to save some money on your holiday shopping. But, I mean, Thanksgiving's for family. You know, it may sound sappy to say that, but it's just put, put the consumerism and greed aside for one day. Right. And just let it be. It's, let Thanksgiving be its own thing. You know? I feel you. Uh, the uh, Beatles just said something that's very funny and very true. He said, um, isn't Thanksgiving not PC? Um, does the cancel culture celebrate Thanksgiving? That's a very, very good question. You know what? Uh, Beatles, you better be careful now. You just said something <laughs> and it might. <laughs> somebody on Twitter is going to sit there and go, no, we need to cancel Thanksgiving. Wait for it. Oh, wait for it. Or they're going to go, we need to rename it something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need to rename this, retitle. Yeah, yeah. Think you know, it. it should be some sort of reflection on, uh, you know, what, <laughs> you know, how how we how we did treat the Native Americans uh, and continue to treat the Native Americans. I think that would be something that maybe should be factored into Thanksgiving, but. You know, we need those holidays where it's just family getting together, eating, drinking. I mean, that's funny. It's not, uh, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, maybe we should look at the holiday a little closer and look at how we treat uh, how we treat Native Americans in this country and have treated Native Americans. It's like uh, so then we should call it like we we sorry Native Americans dinner. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's basically what it's going to be. Right. Like they're going to yeah. have to retitle it something. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the July, not a lot of, you know, some people, some people celebrated it. Some people didn't. So Thanksgiving, you know, it's like, oh, I don't really celebrate that. But then Christmas, you can say the same thing about Christmas. You know, it's not it's not I'm not saying like uh, it's a uh, racist or not non PC, but I'm just saying like there's going to be people out there like going, oh, no, that's that's to celebrate the, the birth of a of a white Jesus. You know, I don't I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? It's just on and on and on. But that's I guess that's why Kwanzaa exists, too. So, you know, just saying the cancel culture is everywhere. May God forbid they go. Uh, well, actually, you know what? You know, one one holiday they could take away and I'd be OK with it. I was waiting for you to go. What, oh, Pascal? It's a rhetorical question. Yeah, I was waiting for you to question. answer it. Yeah, I'm going to answer it, but I was waiting for you to okay. go. What? So you know a holiday? What? Okay. <laughs> Let's try this again one more time. Take three. All right. You know what? You know a holiday I would I would be more than happy for them to to take away. 
Gee, Pascal, what is that? Well, I'll tell you, Tom, since you're so inquisitive, (laughs) Valentine's Day. Uh, All freaking day. Valentine's Day. It's the stupidest freaking holiday on the planet. Freaking Valentine's Day. Thank you. That's that's mm-hmm. all I'm gonna say. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I've never really been a big fan of Valentine's Day myself. There it is. It's Valentine's I mean, I get Day. It. If you're in love with somebody, great. But you know, no, no, no. Here it is, though. That's what anniversaries are for. Facts. No, no, no. That's what every day is for. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. If you love somebody, you show it every day. That's it. Valentine's Day. Oh, you gotta go and. You got to do all that stuff, especially after you just did all that stuff for, let's just say, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve. Then it's Valentine's. Like you've already, if you are a fella or a person that has to spend a lot of money throughout that entire time, Valentine's Day is like, homie, you now I got to go get jewelry. I just bought all this other stuff. Damn. Just saying, just to show, prove that I, that I love this, that I love this person. Nah, you just show it every single day. Valentine's Day could go sit down somewhere. That's the first, that's the first holiday I feel should be canceled, but that's on a selfish reason. So there, there's no political reason behind it. Just saying, that's the one that could go sit in the corner and just die. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. If you're single on Valentine's Day, boy, Kind of feel like the cheese that's standing alone there. You know? Yep. It's like, eh. Do you know what I'm and saying? How many bad relationships it started with somebody asking somebody out on Valentine's Day so they wouldn't have to be alone? <laughs> like, it's, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, we should, you know, I don't know. I, I can understand to a bit that we want to um, recognize and respect, you know, Love and relationships and stuff like that, but I don't know if it needs its own holiday. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Yeah. Must you need that? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, yeah. and there's obviously I have certain things, certain thoughts about uh, Christmas as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to give people gifts and all that. And it's a nice, you know, thing. But it's like real talk. Like there's no, ah, I just, like I said, I have. I have my personal opinions about holidays, certain holidays, and I and that's just one of them that could just go and it could just go rot somewhere. I just I What's hate your favorite holiday. You know, my favorite holiday is I really do love Christmas. I love Christmas um, mm. because everyone's home, everyone's together, everyone's you know here to have a good time, sing Christmas carols and. Yeah, you get to give people gifts and stuff that that part is fun, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is, is most more than anything, you get to be around family. You get to be around the people that you love. And that's what I care about more than anything. I don't care about gifts. I don't need anything. I just want to be around my family and hang out. And that's it. Have do our traditional things that we do every holiday and all that. And it also was one of my father's like favorite holidays as well. Uh, because yeah. he he's uh, he was a family man too you know he he loved everyone together and that was the only time really that we would have everyone together the new year's eve i don't really care much about because um it it just it is it's just not something that um 
I don't consider New Year's Eve New Year's Eve. Like my New Year's is my birthday. You see what I'm saying? That's yep. my New Year's. Now I understand that's the turn of the new year for the world, you know, the world's clock and the world's calendar. I get that. But for me, it's not really much of anything except another reason to go out and get drunk, you know, and then remember how to count backwards from 10. That's really all it is. No offense. So, and it's a no, really no, great I, excuse I get to it. get dressed up and drink some champagne because most of the time you're not drinking champagne any other day unless you're rich as hell. Or you got a reason to celebrate every single day because you just straight out winning every day. But other than that, you're not really doing anything with it. So you're really just drinking champagne. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. And then you drink that one sip of champagne and go, oh, there's that's the reason why I don't drink champagne. Because it tastes like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I will say good champagne's all right but bad champagne is some of the worst stuff you could possibly ever drink man sometimes the bad champagne actually tastes good mm. sometimes it tastes better than the best champagne that's just <laughs> me though that's just me you know but at the same time like i said you know that's the only time you're going to do anything with champagne so new year's eve i'm i'm not sitting here saying that it it can go somewhere um it can go sit down somewhere but at the same time like it's just i don't consider it I don't consider it my new year. It is a new yeah. year for the world, but my new year is my birthday. Um, but uh, anyway, let's go on to this next combo. Now, uh, an officer challenges uh, officer challenges accounts uh, of uh, violent clearing of protesters. What's up with this, Tom? Yeah, you remember on June first, uh, there was that. Uh, that incident where uh, National Guard and, uh, I guess, Park Police cleared out um, Lafayette Square in Washington, D.C., so that Trump could have his photo op in front of that historic church holding the Bible up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, they're, they're investigating that now and trying to figure out if that was excessive use of force. Uh, and so there's now an Army National Guard officer, uh, National Guard Major Adam DeMarco, who is testifying now uh, that the attacks were excessive use of force, that there was no uh, there was no violence shown towards the police, and that it was a gross overreaction mm. uh, by by the Park Police and Secret Service to that, that cleared Lafayette Square. Uh, there. The other side has said that in, in previous days there had been, you know, bottles and stuff thrown at police and that uh, some police officers had been injured. But so far, none of them have cited any police being injured the day that Lafayette Square was actually cleared. So when they cleared it, I mean, police were using batons and tear gas and, you know, mace. They were just overrunning what at the time appeared to be by videos fairly peaceful protest for this uh uh for what was a photo op honestly yeah a glorified photo op yeah yep and there you know there are a lot of other things going on with this one of the things i found very interesting about this is uh you know they've they've requested uh uh recordings of radio traffic between park police uh, law enforcement that cleared them out they want to hear what the radio traffic was that day when they were clearing out Lafayette Square. 
but they've been told by the administration that a technical glitch prevented the recordings of any of the radio traffic that day when they cleared out Lafayette Square. So if you believe that, great. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, there's plenty of video of that incident that shows what happened there. And this National Guard officer is saying that it was excessive. Um, and, yeah, General Milley, who was also there, you know, General Milley, he, he always has that look on his face like he's doing his job under duress. Um, you know, he was there with Trump and he walked with him. He has substantially or subsequently apologized for taking part in the photo op, saying he should not have been there and his involvement created a perception of the military involved in domestic politics. So, you know, they're, they're just investigating how, how they reacted to that to those protesters on that day. Wow. And it seems, seems like, you know, at least according to this national guard major, uh, it was excessive use of force. That's interesting. What, what I find really interesting is that now that information is coming out now, I wish there was a, I wish this came out of like a day after, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, right. When the incident did happen, because I remember when we talked about it, there was a lot of people that were very much angry about the statements and the, the comments that we made um, about that particular moment and saying, oh, yeah, you know, they had every right to do that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, I, I, I just don't think that was any that I don't think that there was there was any reason for that at all. You know, there was no need to do all that stuff, especially right after that speech that he made that seemed like, you know, F you to the, the to the protesters. And then on, yeah. on top of that, he walks across and I feel like it should have been like the Darth Vader music. And while they're just, you know, shooting people with rubber bullets and tear gas and all that while he's holding the Bible. Is it a is that your Bible? It's a Bible. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a Bible. <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon. Um, so it just, it just didn't seem like, I wish they would have like brought that up, said something about this right after like the next, yeah. very next day. I hate that they took so many damn weeks to bring right. and talk about this. It's so well, stupid. There, there's a, in fairness, there's a lot going on right now. No, that's and true. It, that's true. The, the house, the house is now holding an investigation into that to determine if it was excessive use of force. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that seems to be what's going on. So they're calling him. You know, they've had him test. They had written testimony from him uh, where he claims it was excessive use of force, that there was no threat to the police, and that the uh, reaction was very excessive. Mm. So. You know, my question is, um, Tom, was it excessive? Uh, it seemed excessive to me. <laughs> <laughs> seemed like it. Wiggity word. All right. Um, <laughs> facts. I agree. I totally agree. Now, um, also, let's jump over, over to this thing. Republicans unveil coronavirus plan slash emergency unemployment benefit. Yeah. Yes. Sup with that, uh, Mang. Yeah, well, the, uh, you know, the Republicans have agreed on a coronavirus plan to present to Democrats to begin negotiations. Um, there had been some uh, hang up between uh, uh, congressional 
Senate uh, Senate Republicans in the White House over uh, such things as the payroll tax cut. Uh, that that's been sidelined at least for this uh, for this package, but uh, the Republicans have proposed a one trillion dollar coronavirus aid package uh, that they hammered out with the White House, and it includes uh, twelve hundred dollars a twelve hundred dollar stimulus check for people, but they want to uh, slash the expiring supplemental unemployment benefits of six hundred dollars a week by two thirds. Uh, House House Democrats passed their own bill uh, a while back. It's a three t- $3 trillion proposal. Uh, they passed that in May, but Republicans have called it too expensive and, you know, it's kind of a non-starter for them. Hmm. Uh, some Republicans are still disappointed in the Republican proposal, saying that even it at $1 trillion is still too expensive. But, uh Yeah. They they've started negotiations at least on on the next round of stimulus, but I you know I don't know is twelve hundred dollars enough is two hundred dollars you know of unemployment enough this year I don't know <sighs> hmm now twelve hundred dollars for stimulus check. Yeah. Um, and then they want to cut back on the $600 a week unemployment, right? Yeah, they want, they to, want cut to cut it down that by two-thirds. Two-thirds. Oh, boy. Hmm. Yeah, they want, they want to cut the federal to $200 plus whatever the state wants to, you know, whatever individual states want to throw in on unemployment as well. But federal, they would cut from 600 to 200 Hmm. That's not good. <laughs> That's small. That's hella small. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can up. see, you know, we're still having, you know, huge amounts of people filing for unemployment still. So, you know, there are people that are concerned that it's just not going to be enough. But then there are other people that are like, you know, we're just blowing up the national debt, which it seems like we're always blowing up the national debt. But, uh, yeah, this, this bill also includes, uh, uh, the, the Republican starting point, uh, proposal includes, uh, $1.8 million for construction of a new FBI headquarters in Washington. That's something that, uh, Donald Trump has been wanting for a long time as he owns a hotel across the street from the current building. Um, it includes a whole bunch of money for like F-35 planes, there's a lot of defense spending tied into it. So already there's pork in this thing right out the gates. Not to say there isn't pork in the Democrats' bill either. But, right. uh, you know, that's politics. But it'll be interesting to see how this all gets hammered out. I think um, Secretary Mnuchin had a conversation, I believe, with Pelosi and mm. Schumer. Uh, Mnuchin described the, uh, I, well, I guess, Meadows' uh Let's see, who is that? Mark Meadows, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, had said that he, he considered it a good meeting, but Pelosi and Schumer, speaking to reporters, expressed frustration that items like rental and food assistance had been left out. So, you know, it's, how, do we, how do we take care of people during the shutdown with, you know, without blowing up the national debt? Yeah, 
I mean, that's even more than it already is. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's kind of the ongoing concern. And, and the funny thing is, is uh, Hanovane just asked something, uh, which I, I think is true. Doesn't unemployment only go out to six months max? And I think that is true. Um, but at the same time, what's, what's really funny about unemployment is that even while, because you, you have to reapply every week. You know, at the end of every week, you have to reapply. Like every Sunday, you have to reapply for your unemployment to get that unemployment check, right? Now, you also have to show proof that you are out there trying to find a new gig, trying to find a new job. So the th problem that is set for a lot of people is that a lot of people are being furloughed. And, and for right now, because a lot of places that, that can't obviously can't afford them or they have to downsize a little bit because they don't have enough uh, work for those for all the employees. Now, if you are in a trade or you have a specific set of skills, right? Um, I will find you and I will kill you. Um, you are sitting there. Obviously, a lot of people aren't going and saying, hey, I am not about to go and work for a grocery store. You know, I have a I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars or I've spent thousands of dollars to go to a school to get trained to be able to do the thing that I am working on that I got furloughed from. So there's a lot of people that are going to be finding that same issue where they're going to be asking for, are you, are you trying to find a job? Are you, we need to see proof that you're looking for a job and they have to. And what's unfortunate is that a lot of people are going to have to go and try to apply for jobs that everybody else is trying to apply for as well Yep. during these crazy chaotic times but there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be able to find said job because either they don't have enough skills or they're way overqualified or the job is already booked you know that somebody already got the job or they already have enough employees for that one particular place so the six months max thing is going to be a very funny and very hairy thing because like i said we're already four months in this b you know what i'm saying we up in this b there's a lot of people right now that are still unemployed. We're going to, you know, what only time will tell what's going to happen in two months, how people are going to, how the government is going to be taking people who are unemployed, especially if it continues like right now, you know, St. Louis starting on Friday, starting to, is going to start trailing back and hitting up, hitting these restrictions, these new restrictions or old restrictions um, and it looks like we're going to be walking back towards being locked down. Now, I feel like a lot of other states are going to be doing the same thing. So there's going to be people who are, say, aren't furloughed right now that, that were furloughed. And then they got they like they got the, the switch turned back on and they're back at work right now. They're going to get furloughed again. You know, and all the people that have been sitting here waiting so that they can go back to, to work aren't going to be able to do so. Six months is going to go by and that unemployment is going to cut off. And they're going to sit there. Well, why didn't you go find a job? Go get a job at a gas station or go get a blah, blah, blah. Do you know how many gas stations are out there? <laughs> you, you already, they're, they're already, it's an, it's an essential job. They're, they're set. So jobs are going to be very, very hard to find. Yeah. You know, in, in two months, let's just say. Because everybody and their mom is going to be going out there trying to find anything at, at, this, at, at this point.
and all the jobs are going to be full. So it'll be interesting to see what happens after six months of said unemployment payments. That's yeah. going to cause even more of a problem. So I keep thinking that maybe there's got to be a way for them to extend, you know, those those rules or, or you know, uh, change the rules a little bit. You know? Yeah. So only time will tell, Tom. <sighs> I just hope, you know, I just, I just hope Republicans and Democrats can work together on this and get something out because it's needed. Obviously, it's an election year. Obviously, no one wants mm. to really negotiate. But I hope that these people can remember that they work for the American people and can negotiate and put something out there that helps people soon because it's needed. Yeah. I mean, whatever they come up with isn't going to be enough to offset, you know, what this year has done to people. But people need something. Yeah. And it's funny because um, Yogi Fish just says something. Military recruitment would go up. And he's got a point. He's definitely got a point. There's, because there's going to be people out there just desperate for something. Yeah. You know, or they think this is the only way out. And uh, it's a damn shame. It shouldn't have to be like that, you know, um, and I hope it doesn't go down that route. That's why I'm hoping that we can figure this thing out or hope the uh, witch doctor um, is right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to say it like that. I was like this. This, you know, I was like, is she is she even American? I, I was like, is she American? She ain't even American. It's not, I'm not sitting there saying that that's that's a problem, um, but you know, um, she, she she she's definitely well, something I, else. I believe she is Witch American. Doctor. She has a practice, I believe, in Houston. No, oh, no, oh, I'm not, I mean, she's an American citizen, but she wasn't born and raised here in America. You know, uh, what it I mean? says she was educated in Nigeria, but I'm yeah. not sure if that was her place of birth or not. Oh, but. she got an she got an African accent. You know what I'm saying? She she definitely uh, she definitely isn't from here. Not saying anything, not throwing any shade on that. It's just that she she just suddenly is. I mean, she's a witch doctor. It seems like it's like okay, if you mm -hmm. dream about demons and witches, you're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> endometriosis or something like that. You're gonna get. O ovarian cancer it's like what that makes no sense yeah well fortunately it does sound like there's being the progress is being made on the vaccines uh you know i think i forget which companies they are but i did see yesterday where it sounds like vaccines are coming along pretty well they're starting you know some late stage trials now so hopefully those will be out soon we can get back to normal because this is just awful yeah it's really absolutely awful it's really it's really really bad it's it's really really bad and we uh <laughs> that that uh yeah this whole situation is just totally jacked up and it, it, there needs to be something we need to figure out something and uh it, Carrie no that, that I was not trying to throw any shade I was not trying to show throw any like she ain't American nah nah I wasn't trying to make the shade is calling her a witch doctor for sure because it is a little weird. It is a little crazy. But at the same time, if she is right, man, I will give her the biggest high five and a virtual hug. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the proof, Carrie. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the proof. Prove it to me that that is real. And don't tell me it's some weird mumbo jumbo. You know, oh, if you just dream about gold, coronavirus will leave your body. Like, it's insane. You know, have sex with an alien. 
and it will cure you. There's reptiles on this planet that are posed, posing as human beings. Like, I, it's just, that's some really deep, weird stuff. And until I see it proven otherwise, you a witch doctor. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> Yogi Fish said, I thought she was going to say something about voodoo or voodoo, Pascal. <laughs> we all clear now. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> this house is clear. You know what I'm saying? I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. But no. I'm waiting to see that, though. Real talk. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see that proof. But anyway, well, see, I mean, you know, hopefully she's right. But I mean, it's just, you know, so far, the actual scientific data and not just, you know, uh, people's firsthand accounts of it seems to say it doesn't really do anything. But I yeah. mean, if she's right, you know, that's great. But there's just so much about her that raises a lot of questions, mm -hmm. a lot of questions. Yeah, just just oh. a little bit, just a little bit. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Mm -hmm. John, John Caitlin, Caitlin just said something that I is like something to think about. He said, if there are UFOs from other worlds visiting us, how is anything too deep? And you know what? You got a good point, John. Like anything's possible now. Anything. You know what I'm saying? Like anything. We got we got UFOs flying around looking like bees and insects on a you know in, in freeze frame on a on a cell phone. No, no, no. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be a naysayer. Real talk. We've already seen the footage. <laughs> there are UFOs out there. It is real. So like for me to yes. sit here and say who who John's got a point. Who are we to say that this woman, you know, uh Dr. Emmanuel is wrong? Who's to say? You never know. There could be dragons and ish in the in the in the ocean that we that we don't even know exist that they probably already know. She probably knows. You know what I'm saying? She's probably half alien. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't trying to throw no shade. I'm just being real. Think about it. Weird things have been happening this year. Holy we God. Go ahead. We gotta invest way more in STEM in this country. I mean, if people are falling for this, it just shows we need to invest a lot more in STEM science. Oh, technology. yes. Yes. I was like, what? STEM? But I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. I had, I had a brain no, fart. I mean, if people are falling for this stuff in this country, it's, it's quite an indictment on our educational system. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, uh, Enemy Nation had a very good question, too. That was another one. A good one. Uh, what's the COVID numbers in, in Nigeria? What the co what are the COVID numbers like in Nigeria? That's a very good question. I don't know, but it, it's not like she it was born there. She found the cure, and then they flew her out to America. She's been in America for a while, so you know, I, I don't think it has anything to do with that. But you know, yeah. <laughs> Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot. I mean, anything's possible now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sasquatch is real, apparently, now. I mean, if it, you know what I'm saying? Now all the things that we've been reading about when we were children sitting here saying like, oh, yeah, you know, UFOs and do-do-do-do, you know what I mean? The Outer Limits and all this crazy stuff. X-Files, you know, the truth is out there. 
now it seems like that's very much a real thing, you know, or it is a very much a real thing. Holy God. Can you believe that ish, man? Mm. Aliens are real, man. And if you and if you dream about having sex with a demon, you'll get ovarian cancer. And something about mm. alien sperm. Something about alien sperm. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, <laughs> how do they? Never mind. Don't even want to know. Aliens. <laughs> aliens produce sperm. Apparently, there we go. There you go. How would you even know? Dr. Emmanuel, I would want to know. How would you even know that that is even sperm? You see what I'm saying? Inquiring minds would like to know. I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm just speaking this thing. No, <laughs> I'm just shooting just, from the know, hip. Hey. This, this, stuff, <laughs> this stuff used to be... This stuff used to be like resigned to like the the back pages of like the weekly world news or something. You'd see it while you're checking out at the supermarket, and now it's like gaining mainstream acceptance. It's just insanity. It's just I, mm. I can get myself in trouble if I keep talking about this. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, oh. So, um, real quick, Tana Vane, uh, looked it up. Thank you so much, man. Uh, he said Nigeria is 41,180 and 860 deaths. So cases is 41,180 cases with 860 deaths. Hmm. I'd be curious to know how much testing is going on there and, uh, you know, how much, Oh, the differences in society between, you know, the United States and Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria, there, there are. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Embassy T12, yes. Uh, footage, was re- re- uh, footage was released um, the, uh, this year of the U.S. Air Force encountering otherworldly uh, spacecraft. They couldn't explain UFOs literally. Um and uh, he was shocked to see it. Yeah, we showed it on the show. I remember us watching that. And that stuff was like rotating in the middle of the air. And, man, it was just doing some crazy stuff. And real talk, I mean, it's it's out there. They, they, it's real. You know, now it's just a yeah. matter of being able to see one face to face. You feel me? Now we just got to see mm-hmm. one. An actual one come down on the earth. Sit down. Not just some interesting flight of the navigator type ish. We talking about like them getting their feet Boots, uh, tendrils, um, sperm on the ground, alien feet, gonk, gonk, you know, we come with, you know, we come in peace or something like that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, those, those, those videos from the Air Force, I mean, that could have been drones from another country that's made some, I mean, you know, they've. I think it was Rubio a couple of days that was talking about it. And he said, you know, we need to investigate this because it could be that another country has made a giant technological leap forward in aviation. And if we've just fallen way behind on that, we'd like to know about it. So, yeah, it could be aliens or it could be the Chinese or it could be the Russians or it could be any number of people. Right. But uh, could be aliens. Could be. But, you know. Until until I see an alien spaceship up close 
or an alien, an actual alien. They're like, hey, look at this guy. Yeah. Look at, look at this weird looking dude. Yeah. You know, I'll be like, yeah, all right. Okay. It's real. I'll, I'll reserve judgment until then. Hmm. I need to see it first. Yeah. I, I want to see, I want to see a f- physical, you know, uh, uh, I want to see physical proof of, of an actual alien standing there talking, not talking, but you know what I mean? Whatever, you know, communicating, whatever, you know, um, I do believe that they do exist. Obviously I do believe that they do exist, but I would love to see it. You know, other than just seeing flying objects. Now, flying objects is another story. That could be a multitude of things. That could be literally unidentified flying objects, or it could be an alien spacecraft. You see what I'm saying? It could just be Russia found some new way to some, you know, they're, they're like what you just said, like Marco, Marco Rubio just said, you know, they, they somebody, Russia, China, J- Japan, shoot, Korea, North Korea, South Korea, whatever may have made some advancement in aviation that could change and revolutionize the way we fly, you know, and the way we travel. But they might be using this to try to attack America, you know, uh, and and get this ready for, you know, to use this as uh, uh, a a weapon of uh, a WMD. You remember that? (laughs) WMDs. You know what I mean? So that yellow cake. Yeah, that yellow cake, man. So you never know. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that aliens do exist. I mean, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. they definitely exist. I mean, there's no way that we can have this vast, gorgeous galaxy and us be the only ones living in it. That's insane. Yeah, that's I'm with you on insane. that. There's no way. There's I'm no way. totally with you on that. I don't yeah. know if we've been visited by them. I'm kind of 50-50 on that, but I, I can't really. I, I'm not going to fall down on one side or the other and that until I, till I see a spacecraft or I see an alien. Yeah, I'd like to see an alien. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but. I'd love to see an alien as long as it's me seeing the alien and being able to live to tell the story afterwards. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think know. yeah. Hawking, Stephen Hawking said uh, something along the lines of, you know, pray that we never meet alien life because if human existence is proof of anything, it's when two cultures meet, it usually ends with one of the cultures killing a substantial number of the other culture. Interesting. So, hmm. The story of how American was, America was found. Hmm. The whole world was found that way. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> yeah. hmm. Interesting. Anyway, it's time to wrap it up, guys. I want to say thank you to Tom so much for being on today, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yes, thanks for having me. Yes, man. Um, we will, or I will be on uh, later on tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, so be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll probably do some call-ins and, and get some people on, and so if you're interested in chopping it up with with me and, and talking about everything that we've talked about today or the, the other things that I'll be bringing into the conversation tomorrow, definitely, or tonight, I'm sorry, definitely tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we could chop it up, talk it, talk it up, and, uh, you know, have a little bit of a chat and uh, talk about what's, what else is going on in the world. There's plenty more things that are going to be going on in the world for sure. But anyway, it is time to get going. All right. Um, I'll see you guys at seven. All right. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. Have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you guys at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.